Hi, this is Jason Katarski, and you're listening to the 20 Minutes of Filler Podcast, and I am excited after recovering from a long, wonderful week at Gen Con 2016 to come to you with a little bit of a recap of uh, my experience and a little bit uh, of just sharing, having some friends share a little bit of their experience. It's not a big episode on interviews, but I got a few good ones I wanted to uh, bring to your attention, just some cool people I ran into. Uh, but I had a great Gen Con. It was my first time exhibiting as Green Couch Games. Uh, I shared a booth with Kids Table Board Gaming, Helena Capel and Josh Capel, who uh, make great, uh, uh, great games for families and, and kids, and the kind that, that families uh, don't mind playing with their kids. Um, but we had uh, we had a great time. We had a good location, booth 266. We had a lot of traffic. People go very systematically up and down the aisles at Gen Con trying to see everything. And we were right there around the first corner after people come down row one. And we're right across from the uh, the training grounds, which was a kind of a kids kind of play area and craft area for families to take a break with their little ones. So we had, we had a lot of families coming by our booth and checking out our games. And um, it was a really fun experience. Uh, I got to meet Jason Schneider from GameRight, which was a big highlight of mine. I really love what GameRight Games does. They're a really cool kids family game company that that offers a lot of games that that aren't just for kids that that, that really um, speak to uh, to gamers as well. I picked up some of their new titles, including this really cool thing called. Um, the card ventures series, like choose your own adventures in a card deck. They have two of them, and uh, they're really, really neat. Like you, you, you pick any card in one of four different decks, and you read a paragraph on it. And at the bottom, there's two choices: do you want to do this or do you want to do this? If you do this, you go to this card. If you do this, you go to the other card. And you go and you, you put all the cards that lead you somewhere into a pile. And uh, if you end up with a big enough pile, you kind of win or or complete the story. Most of the endings are bad depending on when if you go back to a card that's already in your pile your story ends and you go to an ending based on the range of numbers that are in your score pile to kind of find out what happened really clever system so check that out from from game right they had a really cool looking um, party game uh, kind of along the lines of concept where you're trying to get people to guess like an idea but you're using transparent cards you'll hear more people mentioning that um i uh i had a really good time i played a lot of prototypes uh, I uh, was. It's so cool to see the design community and what they're doing uh, with games and how hard some of these people hustle out there. Uh, really cool stuff. So um, I just uh, want to thank everybody who stopped by Green Couch Games booth, uh, picked up Walk on Fire or our last few copies of Best Tree House Ever. Um, it was it was great, man. People people really really connected with uh, with Walk on Fire. Every time I demoed it to somebody, they'd start like, "What's this game?" And then I'd pick up a card that's a spatula and flip the ingredients in the middle of the table, and a little smile would perk up on their face. And we managed to sell out of all the copies, or all but seven of the copies that we took with us. Uh, so that was really cool, and that'll be hitting stores any time now. So be watching for Walk on Fire in your at your fa- friendly local hobby game store. Um, and ask for it if they don't have it, because they should be able to get it. Um, Treehouse did sell out, but we'll be hopefully sending that to print when we send Rocky Road a la mode to print. We'll be getting a reprint done of that. Um, and my game, Great Harlan Holland Company, is back in print. The Dice Hate Me put out, and it was very cool to see that on the shelf again. It's been on a print for over a year, and, and now here we are. Uh, <laughs> getting to introduce this game to people again or getting to really um, just kind of like 
I don't know. There's been a need. There's been people asking for it. There's been people looking for it. People trying to sell it for too much on, on Amazon or eBay. But um, now it's readily available again. So be sure to go to um, Greater Than Games uh, website or Dice Hate Me and, and, and pick a copy up. Uh, I'm very proud of it. It's my first game. And uh, that made it an extra special con for me that, that I had a new game coming out. But without further ado, I just want to um, let you uh, hear from some of my friends and what they experienced while they were at uh, Gen Con. And it's a great convention. It's huge. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting. Um, but it's worth it if you like seeing what's going on and what's new in the gaming industry here, especially in North America. So uh, thanks so much for listening again. And we'll uh catch you soon i'm here with eric carlson his first gen con experience just finished up can you tell me a little bit about what it was like for you brother man chaos total chaos what, so what was so, what was so chaotic people things to see games to buy all the games i didn't bring enough money it's it's bad news <laughs> what what did you see that really was uh cool to you um, there's this new game I just played called the, the Dragon and the Flagon or something by Stronghold. It's a program movement game where you're in a, a bar brawl. It's great, great times. Bar brawls, bar awesome. Bra- Sounds like a Hub. good time. Hub, dwarf, I don't know. There's a druid. Yeah, it's good times. Very cool. Any, uh, anything about your experience of helping out at the uh, Green Couch Games booth? Uh, what was that like, demoing the same games over and over again? Just like every time, wonderful. Just such a very pleasant experience. I love interacting with the Green Couch Games fans. And, uh, yeah, great little games are fun. Awesome. So uh, what did you see that you wanted to try but didn't get a chance to that you want to look more into later? Uh, junk art. I hear that is awesome. It looked great. They had big, big pieces. So you pay, like, mega junk art. And uh, what else? Seafall. Seafall looked really cool. I didn't get to play that. Yeah. 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 It was always next year and uh, so, yeah. 60 more thousand people then and a uh, thousand new games next year too. So Yeah. Grand Con's way better because it's smaller. It's <laughs> nice. You heard it here, guys. Grand Con is better than Gen Con. All right. Thanks, Eric. Have a safe travel home. Thanks. So if you know about me and Green Couch Games, you know that I love quirky games that are quick to play. They're fun for the whole family. And uh, I have, because of that, I found a kindred spirit in Helena Capel and her company, Kids Table Board Games, who shared a booth with me at Gen Con. So I just want to talk to you, Helena, about um, your experience at Gen Con. What's, what's it been like for you? It's your first time. Oh my god, totally overwhelming and amazing, and I've had the best time here with you, and we are kindred spirits. Our games are so well-meshed, our companies are so well-meshed together, and being here for the first time and looking around and seeing all this amazing stuff is so inspiring, and uh, I can't wait to come back again. Awesome, awesome. Well, I can't wait for that, too, because you have more good stuff in the pipeline. Tell me about what uh, your game that you were selling here, and then tell me about what is coming up for, for Kids Table Board Gaming. Awesome. Okay, so today, uh, this weekend, sorry, we had uh, Food Fighters for sale. It's a two-player uh, battle game where you are literally playing foods, fighting with other foods. We've done a great job with it, I think, uh, at the con this year. Coming up next for us, September 27th, Problem Picnic Attack of the Ants is going to be hitting Kickstarter. It is a two-to-four-player, 15-minute, four-and-up game, dice-rolling dexterity, where you are 
competing with other ant colonies to bring the best and the most food back to your ant queen. Oh, it's going to be awesome. That's awesome. And Scott Holmes. Like, Scott Holmes. See, there we are again. Yeah. Another connection. Uh, awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, I'm always uh, interested in checking out Scott Holmes' quirky little games. So yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's and awesome. With, um, and who's doing the art for uh, Problem Picnic? Um, well, we have an in-house graphic designer and artist, Josh Pell, who actually is my husband. So he has done a fantastic job with it. And uh, looking at our line of two games right now, they look really good together also. so They yeah. do. They look great on the table. And Josh, it, he's one of the best in the biz. So, oh, he's um, going to be so happy to hear yeah, you say isn't that. Isn't that great? Yeah. I'm glad to have gotten to hang out with uh, you guys this weekend. And I'm glad it was a good show for you. Um, what was something uh, outside of the hard, grueling work of booth exhibiting uh, that you experienced, like a game you played or, or something that was, that was a highlight for you of Gen Con? You know what? Uh, there are a couple things. First, the cosplay parade was so <laughs> intense and so amazing and never-ending, and it was just such a crazy thing to watch, and I loved it so much. What was a favorite costume that you saw? Oh, Stranger Things. There were two people uh, dressed up as Stranger Things. And uh, if you look at uh, our Facebook feed, you will find a picture of them. They were incredible. And I was totally blown away by it. And some of the the, uh, artistic work that has gone into some of these costumes, just amazing. Blow me away. Um, In terms of something else, like a game that's been amazing... Um, one of Josh's games was released at Gen Con this year, uh, Merchants and Marauders Broadsides, and it was being demoed and te- uh, played at so many tables at the Z-Man booth, and watching people playing my husband's game all around the room was just, it blew me away. That's such, amazing. Such a cool feeling. Yeah, awesome. Amazing. A proud, proud wife here. I, I am, love it. I love I it. I am. I am. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing what's going on. Best of luck with Problem Picnic and with uh, the next year of uh, Kids Table Board Gaming. Jason, thank you so much for inviting us here. We've had an amazing time. It's been great being in the booth with you, and thanks for the interview. Oh, no problem. I'm here with my favorite independent pro wrestler. <laughs> and um, one of my favorite game designers, Mr. Ryan Cowler from California, designer of Attack and the upcoming Green Couch Games title, Outlawed. How's it going, Ryan? I'm tired. Feet are tired. Knees are filling with fluid, but uh, doing good. Well, yeah, you know, that's the, that's, I guess that's good, right? Pain and happiness at the same time. Four solid days of standing for at least eight hours. Yeah, so awesome. what, do, what have you been doing at Gen Con? So I've been working the uh, perplexed booth with uh, Chris Handy of Pack-A-Game fame, kind of moving the Pack-A-Game set one and, and spreading the gospel about uh, set two, Pack-A-Game set two, uh, next eight games are sure coming in February. For retail. Awesome. So what's the, what's your favorite of the new eight games? So so uh, for those of you who don't know, Pack a Game is a game. The cards are the size of a stick of gum, and they fit into small gum-sized packages, right? That's kind of yep. the gist yeah, of Yeah, all, all the cards are three by one. Three Little by one. tiny cards, and there's 30 cards in each game. Uh, include you know with the rules in there and uh, yeah fits everything fits into your pocket and there's all sorts of different play types and they all play 10 to 15 minutes so they're the perfect travel game awesome what's your favorite of the new games that are coming out uh it's going to be a cop out because it's a tie but it's going to be between so s-o-w and uh spy are my two favorites they're kind of so's a gamified main game where you're gardening 
and spy is a, a deduction game uh, where you're trying to, to figure spy a, a sequence of safes and files and try to unlock your opponent's safes without them knowing and uh, not getting blown up by some bombs that they've planted in their hands. It's a, it's a really cool deduction game. That's awesome. And I know you live near Chris, and you've been helping him kind of develop games a little bit, so that, that must be a cool process to have other game designers to kind of work on games with there, right? Absolutely, yeah. And, and because his... He has such a minimalist idea with the approach to, to gaming, but trying to compact as much game as possible into a small game space. It helps my designs out, too, because I kind of... Now I'm in that headspace of what can I take out but still uh, make the game better. Awesome. And um, you have a small, compact design that's coming out or just about now from Buttonshy Games as well, right? Yeah. we got a Superplex, which stands for Super Pocket League Extreme Wrestling. It's an 18-card wallet game. That has, uh, uh, can be two players or four players with a tag team expansion of six cards. And it's gnarly, dude. It's, it's like a super uh, gamified, elevated version of rock, paper, scissors with a little bit more uh, strategy and, and cognitive thinking. It's pretty gnarly. It's yeah, awesome. dude. I, I got to play it. I'm really excited to get, get mine when I get home in the mail. So um, one, more, one more game you got coming up on the horizon. It's called Outlawed. Can you uh, give the people a little preview of what oh, that's man. all about? You know that, that being uh, short-winded is not my forte. But <laughs> in, So the, the best way I've been told to describe um, from people that have played Outlawed is that it's kind of like a cross between Brave Rats and Love Letter um, with a little bit more of a social, even more of a social aspect. It's a bluffing game, <clears throat> but you're also trying to sometimes coerce other people into playing cards along with you, but sometimes your bluff is in response to their bluff that they're doing. It's it's a real cool, um, really fun game. It, it you know halfway into the first game you play, but that light bulb goes off. It's my favorite moment for everyone that plays it. And then kind of after that, after all the the dots connect with them, it's it's off to the races. Everyone has so far has been having a really good time with it. I'm excited. It's probably, I, d- I doubt I'll make a better game, but we'll see. We'll see. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? One of my favorite things about the game is is that, like, it's a game where, like, you can ha- do really well if you're a good liar, but also it you cannot lie and still do a great job. So it's that kind of, like, you have to bluff or you don't bluff, and people don't know what to, to read on you. And uh, and even if you lose, you had fun. So it's it's one of those weird games where you really don't care if you win yeah. because you just play again, and it's a blast. It's of just the process. Great experience. And again, we're, we have Shaz Young, uh, who did the art for Dress Attack, coming back, uh, doing this really fun Old West like meets safari animals uh, yep. kind of motif. So look for Outlawed in the next little while. Um, what is a game you played not at the booth you're working at or okay. one of your own that kind of caught you by surprise at Gen Con? Uh, Imagine by Game Right. Oh yeah, it is super cool. So imagine you get um, you get a card, and on the card it has like a subject, so it'll be like object, which is a category, which you tell the rest of the group, and then underneath it is a word. Um, if it's if the category is object, underneath it will say cannon. That's what you, only you know. Okay. So then there's all these cards on the oh, table that. So then there's all these cards on the table that are uh, they're transparent. They have transparent backgrounds see-through, and there's little icons on them. And you have to arrange and overlap the cards with the icons to try to um, illustrate the word that you have. Oh, okay. So canon is on the easy side, but there's also, like, celebrities. So, like, I had to do Brad Pitt last what? night with cards. <laughs> so I just tried to, like, make this little animation of a guy falling into a pit, and then Rob Couch 
picked up on it. It's like Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. And it's, it's a really su- stupid, fun game. We played it for way too long. Awesome. Yeah, I picked that one up too because I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to for trying it. And I love game rights, so that's very cool. Well, thanks, Brian, for hanging out with us for a few minutes. Hope the rest of your Gen Con uh, is smashing. Uh, see smashing because, you like, you're I, a wrestler. I got you. I got you <laughs> off the top. I understand. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a good year, man. You too, man. Thanks. I'm here with Dave Banks from Geek Dad. And I just want to hear what one of your highlights of uh, Gen Con was this year. So a couple things. Uh, I was really surprised at how great the uh, Titan games were from Calliope Games. They were the first three coming out to fulfill that 12, I think it was 12 games in the Kickstarter. Um, Running with the Bulls, Menu Masters, and Hive Mind. That's uh, Paul Peterson, uh, Richard Garfield, and uh, Wiseman father-dad combo oh wow absolutely titans man yes they look great and they played well and they're fun so that was a uh i wasn't i was i knew that they're gonna be good i didn't know how good they're gonna be the other uh thing that i kind of ran into i love the best thing about gen con is like turning the corner and finding a small booth and finding something in it that you didn't expect at all oh yeah and one of my uh favorite uh small games is hive you know the hive with oh, the, yeah, uh, the the bugs and the right, asteroid. right, right. Yeah. So uh, I, I, the designer's name's escaped me right now, but he has a new game out com- called uh, Tatsu, and it has the same sort of bakelite tiles, but it's played on a board. This one is, and it's got a lot of elements of backgammon to it. But you're playing with dragons, and they all have powers, and it's really, really cool. Awesome. Definitely gonna have to look for that one, man. Uh, thanks for uh, for stopping by and uh, sharing a little bit of your experience with us. Absolutely. I hope you had a good con. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, man. I'm here with Jason Slingerland from the Building the Game podcast, and you, sir, are going to tell me one of the highlights of your Gen Con 2016 experience. Well, you know, there were a lot of them. Um, obviously, one of my favorite things is always our iron design challenge that we do, because that's a lot of fun. and Ridiculous it's crazy. fun. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, and we had a great year this year. Um, you can find that on our website. Plug! Uh, also, <laughs> What's play, the website, dude? Uh, buildingthegamepodcast.com. That's clever. Uh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, the, you know, the other thing I had a lot of fun with last night, we found this game called Imagine that we got to play, um, which is a, a silly game with see-through cards with pictures on them, and you're kind of doing, like, charades with cards. Yeah, so Collar actually told us about that one, too, on oh, the podcast. So you yeah, don't have to so. explain it, but it was a good game. It was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instant buy. So really excited, very accessible. So also, the other highlight was working your booth for 10 minutes and selling two copies of Walk on Fire. I felt pretty good about that. That was cool. He walks by, and I'm like, hey, can you watch this for one second? And then he like, I turn around, and he's got money in his hand. So <laughs> he can hang out all day if he wants. So um, that Jason, game basically sells itself, to be fair. Yeah, that's true. Hey, uh, you have a game coming out on Kickstarter. I do, Real yeah. quick, give us the details. Sure, it's called Unreal Estate. The idea is you're trying to build the most unique fantasy city possible. It's a simple card game uh, that involves uh, a lot of... Uh, treachery and uh, and uh, take that with other players uh, while you're just trying to make matches and uh, score lots of points. Awesome, man. Who's putting it out? Uh, that is the Grand Gamers Guild, run by Mark Spector. And when does it come into Kickstarter? It'll be in Kickstarter in September. Very cool. It has great art by Corinne Roberts. It does. Uh, oh, it's beautiful. So watch for Jason's uh, first published game, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, on, right. The, on the big screen. Yeah. What? That doesn't even make sense. I don't sense. even know what that means. I don't know either. Well, thanks, dude. I hope you have a safe travels home, and Thank I'll see you, you in Michigan, bro. Yeah, all right. Hey, I'm here again with Mark Spector of the Grand Gaming Academy and the Grand Gamers Guild. He's uh, new to the publishing game, coming up soon. Uh, he's here at Gen Con uh, doing his thing. He demos games for publishers, and it is a wonderful service. So I just wanted to hear how uh, how the demoing kind of thing went for you this year. 
demoing uh, went fantastic. I will get the numbers uh, probably a couple weeks shortly after the convention ends, but I feel like our fire rate has been higher than ever. Uh, basically what that means is we submitted somewhere around 150 events, and most of them are having people show up to actually play because we all know with uh, late nights and what have you, not everyone shows up to every event that they <laughs> buy tickets for. That is fantastic. Well, that's good news. What did you see at the convention this year that really kind of jumped out at you as something new and exciting? Um, actually, the the biggest thing to me is I didn't spend a lot of time in the vendor room, but when I was in the vendor room, I felt better about that space than I have in a really long time. Um, I've made the comment to a few people that I felt it was scarily overcrowded. And, I mean, Gen Con's huge, you know. They try to pack in as much bang for their convention buck for both their sake as well as for the consumer. But when you walked in, there was sort of this big open welcome area. You kind of were able to stand back and take a look at what the uh, showroom floor looked like and pick a direction without being jostled and and able to actually get where you were going. So I was really, really pleased with uh, the traffic flow in the vendor room. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I felt that too. It was a little bit less claustrophobic. Um, and hey, uh, you, you're you here. You've also been demoing the game that you're about to be bringing to Kickstarter for your first published title. So what's going on with that? When's that happening? And what's the quick line about that game? Sure. Unreal Estate is a drafting, set collection, and timing game. It's uh, def- definitely a 20 minutes of filler type of game. It is, it is. And um, uh, we're looking to come to Kickstarter mid-September. But yeah, I've had a handful of people sit uh, sit and play down. Uh, sit and play down. Sit down and play with us. And uh, one of the coolest ones was there's a couple guys who I handed them a game, handed them the instructions because I was busy teaching another game. And not only did they teach it to themselves and give it a play, but after they had played it once, they did it again. And that's kind of the best compliment you can have is when someone voluntarily sits and plays your game a second time. Absolutely. That's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, Art looks great. It's by Jason Slinker. We talked to him earlier, too. So uh, really looking forward to seeing how your first Kickstarter experience goes. Thanks, man. I'm super excited. Awesome. Hey, and one last thing. Uh, If you like big conventions, or maybe if you're overwhelmed by big conventions, there's a smaller one that's really, really high quality coming up that you are a part of. Why don't you give us the details for that? Yeah, Grand Con is coming up September 16th through 18th right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It is the tabletop gaming convention that Brian Lenz, my business partner, and I founded four years ago. So we are going into our fourth year. We have a huge game library, a vendor room, play with the celebrity events where where, where the uh, ticket price goes to charity. Typically after you buy your badge, everything at the convention is free. But Helen DeVos Children's Hospital is our charitable partner. And uh, there are a few paid things where all the money goes to them. So yeah, September 16th through 18th in Grand Rapids. It's uh, just a couple weeks away, and uh, it's going to be an awesome show. Yeah, it will. And Green Couches is going to be there, too. So Absolutely. Uh, we're pretty excited about that. Well, thanks, Mark, for taking some time with me, and wish you the best of luck with all the craziness that you have in your life. Thanks, man. So thanks again for, for tuning in. You know, it's really hard to capture uh, the immensity of something like Gen Con in a, a podcast that is as constrained as ours with time. We, we typically go over a little bit on big shows like this when there's cool stuff to report. Um, but 
much more happened than we can talk about, but I just wanted to hit a few more highlights of games that, that I picked up, that I experienced, that I thought were really fun. Uh, one, of, one, of the, one of the other highlights was, was Ice Cool, which is by Brain Games, a company from Latvia. And it was a flicking game where there's five boxes that you take apart and clip together with little meeples, like they're fish that have their mouths open, and they have doorways in the sides of the boxes. And you have these little weighted penguins that are trying to skip class and everybody takes turns being like the hall monitor and tries to catch them um so the the hall monitor tries to to touch the fish or touch the other penguins and the penguins are trying to go through all the doors that have their fish above them so they can uh, earn victory points by collecting all of their fish super fun game and i got to play that with uh with dave banks from geek dad and and uh, boyan radakovich and we had a we had a blast with that one um that was the first game that i that i picked up uh, another one that I really like is uh, is a game we mentioned before on the show. I finally got my hands on my own copy, and that is uh, Circus Flocati by uh, Reiner Knizia from Gale Graham, Grail Games. I got to meet uh, David, who I feel like is a kindred spirit. He's all the way in Australia, but he makes these great little games and and um, clever kind of quirky themes. And I'm really excited about what he is doing as a publisher, and um, I can't wait to play more of his stuff. Uh, I picked up Broadsides, kind of the biggest game that I picked up by Josh Capel. Uh, and it's a Merchants and Marauders two-player game about uh, attacking each other's uh, ships. And I haven't cracked it open yet, but the components are awesome. It looks like a really cool game. I've never played Merchants and Marauders, but um, and I haven't really been super interested. But when I heard it was kind of a neat um, two-player game uh, where you use playing cards to kind of mark out coordinates, uh, I-, I just had to give it a try. Uh, what else did I pick up that was really cool? Three Wishes uh, from Passport Games. It's a new micro game, kind of a thinky pub game with some memory elements and trying to uh, track information, kind of like a shell game. The art is gorgeous on it. Uh, really simple game, but my brain that doesn't do well uh, with memory <laughs> elements as, as a grown-up um, found it a, a meaty and puzzly experience that I enjoyed and, and would pull out to show people uh, you know, on a quick basis. Uh, Codenames Pictures. I, pl- I I I grabbed it. I'm excited about. It. I love Codenames. Codenames is is uh, you know the Spillage R winner this year, but this is the new version of it. Pictures that has just cards that are pictures instead of words. It's a totally different experience. Like trying to come up with clues is a very different kind of experience than it is coming up with words. Um, I played it with my uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law and my wife the other day, and uh, and it was it was really fun, but it was very quiet compared to. Uh, compared to my regular plays of codenames. Like, it was just more, I think we were more ahead trying to string pictures together and really abstract concepts that way. Um, but it was a really, really fun, uh, really fun experience. So, um, guys, just thanks again for listening to our show, hearing a little bit about what happened at Gen Con. Uh, we are grateful for you listening, and we will get back to uh, some regular shows with some different guests uh, coming soon. So uh, thank you uh, for uh, sharing about our show on Twitter if you or social media. If you have that stuff, please tell people about our show so we can uh, connect with more listeners that like these like, great little games that, that we highlight here. Uh, but until next time, you know what to do. Get out there and play some great little games. 